Welcome to another episode of Sage Studio. I'm Tiffany Webster, and today I am joined by one of our Sage Oak community providers, Ryan Beard of Sports Saints. So welcome to the podcast, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. We are so excited to talk to you today because our parents are always asking if we offer sports. And so I thought it'd be perfect to bring you on today to just shed a little light for us on how it works to take in-person classes with one of our Sage Oak community providers because parents are always looking to get their kids involved in something where they're going to be active and meeting other kids and just having that great experience. So introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about Sports Saints. Okay, great. So I'm Ryan. I'm one of the coaches at Sports Saints and uh, I'm from Southampton in England. And so the local soccer team there is the Saints. So they're a professional team. And so we decided to name the company after them, Sports Saints. Love it. Yeah. And then we have a couple of different kind of brands within Sports Saints. So they all end in Saints. So, you know, <laughs> Golf Saints, Baseball Saints, Tennis Saints, and also Soccer Saints. I think I've gone ahead and confused a lot of people yeah. already. I think that's great. You're already like right out of the gate, like letting us know, wow, you offer so many types of sports for kids, which I think our parents are going to be very interested in. Because they often will have kids that are also like multi-passionate about different sports, or they have within their family someone who likes to golf, someone who likes to play soccer. And it's good to know that you're kind of that one-stop shop for all those different sports activities. So very cool. Now, are you an expert in all these different sports? Do you coach everything? I Yes, I do. We have other coaches that specialize. Okay. You know, they're, they're really good at, at certain sports. But yeah, I, I do make my way around to all of them. And then... I'm one of the multi-sports coaches. And so it's been really fun, but like developing all the curriculums and then teaching it to coaches and coaches then teaching it to children. It's it's a nice experience, not just for the kids, but yeah, for the coaches and even for the parents too. Talk to me about like, where should kids start? Is there a certain sport that they should start in? Is there like a certain like basic skill levels that students have? Where should most kids start when it comes to playing sports? That's a great question. And, and it's really open-ended. If they, if they can listen, if they can react to what you're saying, then that's, that's the perfect age. And we all develop at different, you know, ages and levels anyway. So I, I'm a big fan, especially, you know, those like young classes. I think soccer is a really good one. So even our students, like our youngest students are TK, kindergarten students. You think soccer would probably be a good place for them to start with, kind of starting with that balancing, starting with that footwork? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's all progressive learning. So we take what we've learned, you know, in lesson one and we, we just add on to it as the classes go by. So yeah, they, they get further than they think that they would. And the parents also kind of attribute to that as well. And kind of go, wow, you know, I can't believe how much they're actually learning here. We work with a lot of TKs, a lot of kindergartners and, and as I said as well, you know, even younger. So you talk about all the things that they are learning and already some of the things that you've mentioned are beyond the actual physical skills. They are learning how to listen to a teacher, uh, listen to a coach, how to try new skills, how to work through something if it doesn't come easily to them. So there's already a lot of different benefits that they are receiving from these. So talk to us a little bit about what is really the value that sports bring to kids? I think a lot of character development it brings. You know, we work with with kids that are only children and only child, or we work with kids from, from really big families. And we see 
like what one maybe has a lot of experience with um, and what one yeah, isn't exposed to. So it could be like sharing, for example. So yeah, teaching them that in soccer, we want to, you know, share and the way that we share is to pass the ball is, is a really big deal. I think one of the things as well that, that we bring that might be different to other vendors out there um, is with Steam and Seuss. So one of the reasons behind that is to bridge the gap between the athletics and the academics. So we'll actually, instead of just, you know, sending the kids off for a water break, they'll learn something to do with steam halfway through under the cabana in the shade. Uh, and so it acts as like a little cool down hydration break. But, you know, we're learning about, you know, engineering and bridges and where we might find bridges and why they're built and so on and so forth. And have a few little trivia bits like where's the longest bridge in the world and some of the most famous bridges and pictures of them and things like that. But then it's a case of, okay, so, you know, we, we talked about bridges and, and how it takes a huge team to build them. Well, it takes a huge team to, you know, be able to have an effective soccer team, like in, in anything that we do. Yeah. So I love that um, way of talking to the kids about that. And I was just going to ask you, okay, wait, connect the knots for me. How does a conversation about bridges on a water break connect to the soccer team? And I, but I totally see how it does. And, you know, just for Parents out there, STEAM stands for science, technology, engineering, art, and math. Did I get them all? I think so. And right. I love, yeah. I love that you are that you are connecting those concepts to the team environment and to the field because I think you're right. I I think that that does help to to kind of give perspective to the students and to help them see. Oh, I, I understand how the skills that I'm learning here can transfer into the real world or into other things that they see. Awesome. Good, good on you for adding that part in. Sports really helps kids learn what it feels like to get in the game, right? Like literally and metaphorically. They learn what it's like to take action. They learn what it's like to have an effect on something or to contribute or to really get in there. So I think those are really positive skills. So talk to me a little bit about how the whole thing works. Do kids come in at different levels? Do you have like basic, intermediate? Do kids come in at certain grade levels? Do they pick a sport? I mean, there's probably lots of ways to slice and dice this. Like, tell me how, how it works in sports things. So we have a three to five-year-old curriculum. We have an elite curriculum, that's six to 10. And then we have a super elite curriculum, which is basically 10 to 14. And so the elite curriculums are all... Um, basically club level coaching Okay, you would see, you know, clubs around, you know, the different areas that we're in. We offer the curriculums in just one sport. So you could go into a soccer class, a tennis class, a golf class, a baseball class. And then we also do a multi-sports option as well. So where the kids will, you know, play soccer for a couple of weeks and then tennis for a couple of weeks and so on and so forth. Like I asked them at the end, but what was your favorite? And they go, all of them. And I'm like, that's great. Like, it's, it's so exciting that they're just like, I, I never, you know, had a chance to play all these different sports. I was told, you've got to pick one and move through. You know, we like variety, you know, as adults and so do they as kids. I'm like, so cool. And I think, you know what, I think parents will really like that you offer that multi-sport option because just getting a chance to try something that they maybe wouldn't have otherwise is a really great thing. And it doesn't surprise me that that's a popular option for both the parents and kids, because I think they like that variety, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. The parents really enjoy it too. What are the different choices as far as signing up for your camps? We split 
are kind of offerings between two things, classes and camps. Okay. So if you want a class, that's usually one hour a week and usually for about 10 weeks. And then a camp is usually Monday through Friday in the morning. Most of our registrations take place on sportsaints.org. And then from there, if you want soccer, you can just click on the soccer logo and it takes you to all of the soccer classes. And then there are quick links on the homepage. If you're looking for a specific class, you can just click on that and it'll take you there. Got it. Okay. So if parents were interested in using their instructional funds to pay for these classes throughout the year, they're going to go on your website, get a little bit more information about what you're offering and what they're most interested in. They can talk to their teachers about placing the PO orders for what's listed on the website. Is that right? Yes. Can parents, can they enroll in camps throughout the year or are camps just offered in the summertime? No, actually, we do offer spring camps, holiday camps in the winter and summer camps. Yeah, we're, we're all year round as well. When parents enroll their kids in these classes, how many students can they expect are going to be in each class or how many different sports are you running at a time? Can you explain a little bit about what it looks like when they actually show up to the field? Yes, of course. So usually you'll see a sea of red because they will get their sports saints or soccer saints or tennis saints t-shirts. Okay. So you'll always see them and that's a really cool little bit that I'll, I'll hope to touch on in a second as well. And then I want to say minimum is six students, although sometimes we run with five. And then maximum is 18. But sometimes on those bigger classes, we'll divide for certain group games so that the coach to student ratio is is a lot lower. But that's always what we're looking for. What is the grade level or the age range that you divide the kids into? So usually three to five-year-olds and then six to 10-year-olds. Those are our most popular. And then, yeah, 10 to 14 for the older ones as well. So those are the, the kind of age groups that are split. So, you know, there'll be a young class going on at the same time as an elite class. And then sometimes it'll be one after the other. Oh, got it. So sort of like a, a nine o'clock and then a 10 o'clock. And are all of the different sports that you offer, are they all offered at the same location? It depends. For example, like, let's just say we have Marietta Community Center as mm-hmm. one of our locations. They really don't have too much of a grass area there, but they do have a tennis school. So that's where we offer group tennis classes but we don't offer soccer classes there because there's not the space for it. For our multi-sports parks, most of them will also have like a big grass field and then a basketball court area. For multi-sports classes, they're not doing every single sport every single week. They'll just cover one sport for a couple of weeks and then sort of transition onto the next sport. Perfect. Okay. I know that our listeners are thinking, how is this going to work? Am I going to be taking my kids to all different fields at all different times or all different age ranges that you have made it easy for them? Yeah. And then I was going to say as well, they're starting in September. Okay. We have classes that are really geared for children. One is on Thursday and one is on Friday. Um, and it's 11.30 to 12.30. And so that's really designed for families so that they're not having to, you know, go somewhere after school some feedback that we got from from families that was like it would be great to have something during the day we can use our funds for it right? we can do it in the day and then you know it doesn't be into family time so we're really looking forward to starting those. I think that's a great call I think our parents are really going to appreciate having some options for some of your sports classes during the day because I think you're right that is when they've designated their learning time and PE is a part of that and so being able to incorporate some of these organized PE 
activities with a coach who's an expert in this area. I think that is a real win-win for parents to be able to do that right in the middle of the day when it works best for them. Okay, you were going to tell us something about the red shirts. So tell us, what is so special about the red shirts? I want to know. So when we're talking about building new curriculums and branching to different age groups and so on, the topic of competition always comes up. And at the beginning, I was kind of against it. You know, I was like, I don't think that we should be competitive. But the kids wanted it. And the families were like, this is something that we really want. So the cool thing is, is that, you know, they'll all have their soccer saints or t-shirts and they're all red and they've got the big logo on them. And so they can see each other a mile away. And so when they go onto teams, they'll have put the yellow pinnies on or, you know, jerseys over the top or blue or red or white. Sometimes we'll do World Cup competitions too especially for summer camps. So we'll literally use all four different colored jerseys and they get to choose a country that they all want to represent. And, but at the end, you know, sometimes the kids will be a little teary-eyed if their team didn't win. But I, I tell them, like, all take off the jerseys, and, you know, put them on the table. Now, look, we're all the same team. Mm. Like, we're all wearing the same jersey. We're all here for the same reason, which is to learn, to have fun. You know, our pillars with Sports Saints are safety, fun, and education. And our mantra is education through fun. So as long as we stay safe, have fun, and learn a little something, we've always succeeded. Life <laughs> lessons, right? Life lessons. Well, I, I think you're doing such a great job teaching them how to leave it all on the field. I think you have left it all on the field today. You've given us so much great information to... And help our parents better understand what you offer and how it works and and how it's so much more than just sports that your organization is bringing. So thank you so much for joining us and sharing all that information. Again, if you want to find out more information about this organization, you can go to sportsaints.org and check out all of their different offerings and then talk to your teacher, see what different classes would fit well into your child's schedule and your teacher can support you in placing those POs. All right, Ryan, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Stephanie. Thank you so much.